Hello, everybody. Welcome back to What's the Fuck's Going On. Um, this is Angie. This is John. And we'd like to start by apologizing that it's been so long in between our podcast. We've just had some schedule, conflicting schedules. Um, and we would like to also remind everybody that there is explicit warning on our podcast. We do cuss from time to time. Just a little. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to it, John. All right, what would you like to talk about? Well, let's talk about something that kind of got me pissed off a little bit. And that was the people that was back to doing dumb shit across the country, which is uh, starting riots and stuff over a trial verdict. Um, you know, I, I sit there and kind of like followed pieces of this. The stuff that I seen was uh, that uh, you know they did the right thing back with him. Uh, uh, he, he was defending himself. himself. He had just as much right to be there as the people that were rioting. Uh, that's his uh, uh, Second Amendment right to carry a firearm. Uh, he wasn't brandishing it and pointing it at anybody except for the people that that approached him aggressively and and uh, had firearms of their own. Yep. And he had went out with. Yeah, I mean, it was. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he was uh, just defending himself. It was, it was uh, ruled uh, that it was self-defense, and, and that come out of not just not just his mouth or his testimony, but the surviving victim that survived. And uh, so he he admitted on the stand that he. Firearm was pointing at uh, Rittenhouse when he turned and, and seen that. That's when he raised his own weapon and fired in response. Yeah, I mean it's all on video. You know what I mean? It was it was yeah. the whole thing. It was caught on. It was on video. So, but it, it, what's getting me and really really pissing me off is they're saying this is another example of white privilege, where a white boy come out carrying a firearm on the streets and shot somebody and got away with it in a sense just because he's white. Now, how about all the black people that during all the um, George Floyd um, riots and stuff like that that was out there beating white people in the head with bricks just because they were white and stealing and and busting out windows and catching stuff on fire and vandalizing. And none of them didn't get put in. They didn't face no charges at all for what they yeah. done. Well, I mean, you got, you got like all the headlines right now we're talking about uh, a pro, a pro cop or pro police neighborhood. In other words, the people in that neighborhood support the police. Uh, they, uh, riders been all up through there tearing up their stuff in New York. There's uh, right New Mexico. I mean, all across the country, and yeah. they're they're tearing people's shit up that had. Uh, so why why is these people tearing people's shit up? Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, to me, that's uh, that's the people that should be in jail, and should be prosecuted. Stop going out there if they came on my property, I'd shoot shit out of them. Yeah, right to go go. It, it, it's their right to protest. The protest doesn't mean anything. 
doing anything violent or tearing anybody's personal property out. Exactly. I sure don't. And that's how I have nothing against people doing their um, protests. They keep it in the street and it's peaceful. You know, cops need to stand back and let them do what they're going to do. But then these stupid ass people that start bashing people just because they're white people or um, the looting and stealing stuff. It's just thieves. That has nothing to do with no George Floyd, you busting in the damn store and stealing TVs or the pair of Nikes or what the hell ever you walking out the store with. So that you're saying to do with burning down your neighborhood store. So you're saying that if I think it's wrong they're beat up Uh, I think that's every right for me to go break into the Foot Locker and get me some issues. <laughs> you know, you my neighbor, my neighbor being wronged and me, we, me writing that wrong by getting me some new kicks on my feet. I mean, you know, I guess, you're, I guess you're right. It does make sense. I need to. My my neighbor gets done wrong, or I see somebody getting done wrong on the television. That ain't even you in better, my town. That's right. You I better to go, go down to the. Me a TV to, to you purchase. better go to that. You better go to that Seven Eleven and get a Slim Jim. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, well, see, and, and, and here's the thing, and that goes across any kind of racial lines. I mean, there's it's it's not it's not a racial line. It's just. It has nothing to do with whether you're white or you're black or you're Hispanic or you're Asian. All it has to do with is you wants to tear other people that doesn't care about other people's personal belongings, or you want to, you know, none of that stuff doesn't change what you're trying to, what you're saying that you're protesting against. If you're protesting against the school not serving good food to your kids, then it's, you know, or say, okay. The big, the big issue that everybody's been protesting about is the stuff that the police is doing, right? Yeah. Okay. Something up. Why not the people that did the wrong? If you want to tear up something, go to the police department. Tear that up. Why are you tearing up Uncle Bob's grocery store? Uncle Bob yeah. didn't do nothing. Uncle Bob didn't pull that person over or shoot that person or do any of that. Right. So and you're you're doing stuff that's just as wrong as the shit that you're saying that you're protesting against. I know. And they're doing the stuff throughout. I mean, and come on, let's let's get this in check, okay? A lot of the time, most, I totally agree. It was wrong. The cops should be prosecuted for what happened to George Floyd. I honestly, truly did believe they did wrong. After I watched the complete videos. They, I mean, they was absolutely wrong for that. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody. There's and, nobody objecting to what they did was wrong. They're objecting to them tearing everybody else's shit up that didn't have nothing to do with it. Exactly. And the same. And the same thing right now with this with um Kyle Rattenhouse verdict. Uh, what you doing? Protesting in the streets ain't got nothing to do with this. You tearing up Pete riding and tearing up people's shit. It ain't had nothing to do with nothing. 
So, I, I mean, that's it, like an all-around cop-out. So, like, your kid, the kid, they're in elementary school, right? The school, they wanted a couple of candy bars, and you refused. So, they're mad at you now. So, now they go into the school, and they just go tearing up everything in the classroom. So, yeah. if your child did that, and this is, what would you do? Would you, you say, well, you know, that's what happens when I don't, do what what he wanted. No, you correct. You beat their ass because they're doing shit that they don't supposed to do, and they know better to do that. And and that's people. You, you they shouldn't say hey, y'all don't need to be tearing shit up. They need to prosecute them to the full extent of the law. And if those people want to sit in their stores and stuff when all that shit's going on, and you kick the window in and they shoot your ass, that's what you deserve. Yeah, you have you have the right to. For, to, to pursue the, 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 the uh, liberty and the pursuit of happiness and you can protect your belongings what belongs to you you have a right to, to protect yourself and your property and so yeah. if you, if people cross this out that's that's 100% your right to blow their brains out if they're that stupid you know that goes hand in hand with, with, with our, our pacified pacifist government what it, you know you spend in those Billions of dollars for border control down on the, on the south border. If you want to stop that, it wouldn't cost anything. All you got to do is cost you some little signs, just like a damn stop signs. Every hundred feet, put one up and put it in Spanish. And it says, if you cross this little stream here without going through with these checkpoints, <laughs> then you will be shot. And then you just tell all the Texans and, and, and down there, hey, if anybody crosses over that water, you got the right to shoot them. And they'll sit on that tailgate with a shotgun and cool it full of cold drinks, and wait and pray that one of them go across that. You yeah. know, so so there's your free border patrol. That saves you billions of dollars. You can stop world hunger with the money that's saved from us just spending it on dumb shit. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean, and, and that, that goes because you tell them people, hey, you got a right to protect your, your country, Right. And yep. uh, you don't want people to come here illegally, then you know what part of illegal do you not understand? They know it's illegal for them to cross it. Why do you think that they come in in the middle of the night trying to sneak across? Because they know, you know, if your kid, you tell your kid, don't get in that damn cookie jar, and at two o'clock in the morning you hear a little chair sliding in the damn kitchen up against the counter where they get up there and get them. <laughs> you know why they're doing that at two o'clock in the morning? Because they know they don't. Yeah. Okay. So they have no excuse. They have no excuse if they come across that little stream of water about getting shot. <laughs> oh, I totally agree. And that's the same yeah. way with people breaking into people's houses. They break well, in and then oh. the little fuckers get shot and they want the crime, I mean, get mad because the person that's inside their own home, minding their own business, shoots the little fucker that breaks in on them. Well, there, there, there is there is some good towns, believe it or not. A couple of them, it started off with one town 13 years ago, 12 years ago in Georgia. It's right outside of Atlanta, a place called Kennesaw. And it's uh, Kennesaw Mountains, like, got a big historical value of where the, the Union soldiers were camped out there where they watched Atlanta burn during the Civil War. All right, well, in that town, it is a city or a town ordinance. That you have to every citizen. Are on their home. 
And you know what? With it being right on the outskirts of Atlanta, it's got the lowest crime rate ever. Hardly no breaking in there. All right, that's the, well. Some other little small towns started in the last few years has started following suit with that. So yeah. you know, I mean, are you going to go over here to to this neighborhood where it's just like you know they may or may not have a gun to shoot me with if I break in their stuff, or would you go to the one where you say, well, it's a hundred percent that they're going to gun in there. I just you know, I might not make it. So what? Where would you even attempt that? Right. So, I, I mean, I don't, you know, that's just like putting all the restrictions on the guns, right? I understand that you should, you should have, you know, uh, you should check people's backgrounds and all that stuff. I'm not saying that at all, but you're talking about getting rid of guns and, and, and putting more restrictions for people that's legally eligible to have a firearm, which is their constitutional right. All right. Do you think that all those waiting periods and all that stuff, do you think a criminal has to do that to get a firearm? No. You think they they're going to get their you, gun? Right. <laughs> you, you, I mean, they're just uh, somebody else's. So that, they got to go to gotta do yeah, all, all, and all that stuff. So, you know, how many, how many criminals you know before they go rob a bank, they go to damn the pawn shop buy a gun? They ain't buying it from there. They're buying yeah. it for somebody that yeah. stole it from somewhere. Exactly. And how many of the people that the gangs and stuff that do these drive bys, how many of them's got permits to carry those guns in their car? Yeah, or, or even a legal firearm. Right. That was that was purchased legally. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it just it just it just blows my mind about how how even just in much is this to you know first it went to everybody needs rights which everybody does need rights but when you keep pushing that boundaries that that envelope about how how much you can get away with all this stuff that that has set in precedence of what what's happening now like the shootings of the kids shooting in the schools and all that shit we didn't have that yeah. when we were growing you know why because we didn't Beat, get our little asses beat if we did shit we didn't supposed to do, you know. Yeah. You know, if somebody yeah. if somebody punched you in your fucking eye, you'd punch them back. And not know. Uh, well, I got I, I got to pick up a weapon because no, nobody I don't know how to defend myself. You know. Uh, it, it's yeah, it's if somebody pulled if somebody pulled a knife or thought about a gun or something like that, they would just mark the biggest coward. Yeah, so you know, it's, it's society is pushing the envelope of, of, I mean, it, it goes for the whole world of what our government's doing. I mean, we we want to have we got terrorists. We know there's terrorist organizations that will blow us up. We'll states all that stuff. We go over there. We we see those folks. We know that's them, right? We can see yeah. them. They got good, right? Until they are a direct threat and they're already shooting at you, whether they point it at you or not, Perry can't even engage those people. Yeah. So, so I mean, all that's bullshit. If 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 that right there is a world problem, then we should eradicate world problems. Yeah. Or like our president did, 
decide to get all of the bring all of our troops home and leave them our guns. Oh yeah, I seen a video just a few <laughs> days ago, and it was a it was a bunch of a uh, bunch of Taliban, and they were running around in our d- damn camouflage uniforms that were left over there carrying American weapons. Oh yeah, and, and, yeah. and look, and while they did that, they had another dude that was uh, digging a hole for another guy that they had that was probably one of our translators or whatever that we supposed to got out of there. I had him go late in the daggum hole that another guy bit and just shot the hell out of him. So, you know, you're okay with, with pretty much financing that to happen, but you, you, you won't try to stop it and try to make the world a better place. Yeah. I mean, I mean, sometimes, sometimes, like, 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 like a saying, you don't hear anymore. But I know you remember. Remember, you remember what tough love was. Yeah. All right. So, if you wanted something, even though it might be painful, it might make you sad, it might make you cry, it might make you miserable, but in the long run, it's the best thing. That's a, that's the kind of love that the world needs. Because right now, when all that stuff, even when we was, so we had those constant, constant. Well, might as well have been concentration camps. We had the the uh, refugee camps from Syria and stuff, right? Well, those little yeah. kids, they they that they were interviewing those little kids, and those little kids were like in little gangs. They were like five or six years old, running around in little groups, and they were like. Uh, talk about death. they were going to kill Americans when they got bigger. So the problem starts there. It's already started because they've had them adults feeding them that crap into their head. Yeah. So even though that it's it's sad, but you're going to have to eliminate that problem. You can't go in there and you can't counsel all those people and show that America's not. You can't do that. It's too numerous. It's too time consuming. And you just the only thing you can do is you eradicate them. Yeah. If anything, because all 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 it is is going to cycle of those same terrorists come over here and kill us, or kill people you know in other places along the world, you know. And it's it's sad. Don't get me wrong. It is it is horrifyingly sad that something like that would have to take place. I mean. What could you do if there's other ways to go in there and if you could counsel those kids and situations, but you know, it's, 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 it's a continuous cycle. It's just like yeah, North Korean people don't even know anything outside of North Korea. Their internet's all internal. Everything that they have, TV stuff, all that stuff is to make, make their, their president over there look like a God. Worship him. And that's yeah. what they've been taught for centuries over and over and over again. They're shielded from the outside world. So that's all they know. Yeah. You know, and there's still people that try to escape out from there that actually get information and stuff from, from the outside world. You know, we had, we had a chance from ever having nuclear weapons and stuff, but we never would go in there. Why wouldn't you? Now you allow them to, do nuclear research for nuclear power that what did they do they made nuclear weapons and you know we already we already did that same shit just before with iran iran pulled the pulled that side doing nuclear research for nuclear power and 
and, nuclear weapons. And then, and then, then guess who? Their right. ally, which is North Korea, they did the same yeah, thing. We just let them do it. Yeah. Why would you get media, let them have power to kill everybody on the face of the earth? Is it better to, if you had to go in there right now and kill everybody in one of those small countries, right? Kill all of them. Yeah. And the rest of the world survive. Would it be worth it? Yeah. Or the chaotic dummies and and killing a third of the world. Right. And then you still have to kill them. So, what I mean, the, the world don't oh, make God. sense. I, the, I think the worst thing that, that ever happened is during World War II when the U- United Nations was formed. Because then it's all about, you know, uh, we have rules of engagement and stuff, but the people we fight don't because they're not members of the UN. I, I don't understand that. <laughs> you know, we got rules, but you don't have to follow them, but we do. Yeah. I mean, you go over there, you think a terrorist is going to worry about if you're injured or whatever to try to give you medical help and get you back to your people? No. They're going to sit there and drag you out in that field and cut your head off with a dull butter knife and sit there and... <laughs> show it to the world and laugh about it. I mean... Yep. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. And, and in our country, it's turned into that same sadness. It's getting it's getting so bad here. Yeah. And America is... It's right now, it's like, I don't know which side is going to really open their eyes. Is it going to... Is people going to open their eyes and really see the problems that's, that's at They still keep trying to pacify the people that's trying to push the envelope with the stupidity like the stuff with the riots and and, and, and all that because if we allow that to continue it's just going to get worse yeah I mean as long as it it depends on who's in office I mean because like right now they're going to be able to do whatever they want and get get away with whatever they want to get away with and all they got to do is try oh this is racist I tell you what, one thing that I've learned by watching, if you want to know the answer of, of, of like anything, pretty much, okay, like uh, I was teaching a guy this, he, he's a big uh, Alabama fan, Alabama football fan, and he's was is real confident that Alabama's going to win the national championship this year. So what does I do? Yeah. Me, me with my numbers, I pull up and I start looking at everything that has to do with Las Vegas. The people that spend billions of dollars to know who's going to win. You see what I'm saying? Right. So when they put those odds of winning, well, they're saying Vegas's money is on Georgia to win that. Yeah. Okay. Guess who Vegas? And you can follow the money. Look back in the history. The, the 99% of the time, Vegas is right. Who's going to win? Uh, with the with the with the World Series this year, with Atlanta winning the World Series, the, you follow the money, and right? They said twenty twenty four, Trump will be president. Yeah, well, we'll see. I hope somebody is besides this dumb dumbass. Well, I, yeah, I know they that the Democratic Party. In whole, would be really stupid to renominate him 
or 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 the vice president, either one of them, back into to even run for office. Well, I know that's something else. I mean, nobody can ever find her. Well, the last picture I seen from her, the last picture I seen from her, she looked like she is. I mean, she looked totally different. Like she's thickly looking. Well, hell, Dana, tell them what the hell she's been up doing. Because she's supposed to be taking, going down and taking care of the border stuff at one point, And uh, she ain't never been seen down there. Yeah. Nobody's ever heard anything from her. Yeah. I, I mean, got, she had so much stuff. That, she, she had so much stuff that contradicted herself on the. You know, all oh, that it's in one, one breath is. Okay for the uh, immigrants to be coming over, the illegal immigrants and all that stuff. And then she, after she got voted in, then she's all about some y'all don't come over here unless you got the right channels, like through the borders, you know. So she's she's wherever trying to get a vote. You, you're looking at somebody that's got a tonal vision. Anybody that's ever been a prosecutor uh, uh, in the legal system will tell you yeah. that that after they've got out of office or if they, there's a lot of people that has, has changed that went from being attorney generals and prosecutors to, to running innocence projects because they were blinded so much by the system's tunnel vision that they were put into that they didn't realize those people, those detectives and everybody that was under them was so unreliable. Yeah. So they're, you know, they, they they got so many innocent people that's that's in prison and stuff. Well that I mean, so that that's her whole back being, being in that tunnel vision state. So all she's doing is trying to get votes. She, this is all new to her. She don't know what really what the hell she's doing. Uh she's she's totally lost just like the president. Yeah. Well, he's just a puppet. I mean he he has, they got him where, I mean, he's not supposed to say anything that's not wrote down, that they already <laughs> have wrote down. They won't even allow press to ask him questions because they're afraid of what he might say to make him look even more stupid because he don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, he's a damn mental patient, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine. I can just imagine through through you know like us looking at other countries as leaders through the years, and you're like, man, that's a dumbass. Imagine how everybody's looking at America right now. <laughs> I know, because I mean, at least with Trump, his only thing that only bad thing that I've heard, been able to get people to say about what he done was. He wouldn't give in to political correctness. Right, yeah, like like keeping his mouth shut. You know, there's a time and a place to say whatever, and he Certain he spoke things. his mind. Yeah, he spoke his mind, and that's just the business part of it. That was the good. That, that's the way you do with business. You always speak what's on your mind. You run, you know, and and that's the way he was doing the same thing here. But I, I can't say, you know, there was times when I was like Trump, just just just. Shut up! You're wasting your breath even saying anything to them, you know, because all they're gonna do is try to twist it. So just just keep it to yourself and keep doing what you're doing because you he was doing a really good job. He, you know, uh, the the ever throw at him was uh, 
they were the Democrats were thanking God for COVID because they were trying to blame him for him not shutting stuff down. He was trying to shut it down. And our president that's now was one of the people that was protesting against him wanting to keep it keep the borders open and, and, and people would come in and out of the country. Yep. Okay, we're gonna have to do this on the second thing because this is saying we're disconnected. All right. So stay tuned everybody for part two. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Let's Talk Politics Part 2. Let's Talk Politics Part 2. This is Angie. This is John. And um, we want to sorry about the interruption that we had to make this part two, but we was going a little bit long, and my internet decided to disconnect. So, oh goodness! Yeah. So, um, so before we get started on this, I got a question for you. Oh Lord! Okay, go ahead. How did the bullet lose its job? I don't know. He got fired. <laughs> yeah. No more jokes for you. Okay. 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 <laughs> Uh, so where so where did we leave off? Um, well, we was talking about the um things about Trump, like his political incorrectness. Yeah, he uh, that I mean that's the only thing. Like to me personally, it didn't bother me the stuff that or whatever. But you know, there's the old saying, "Let a dead dog lie." Sometimes you just supposed to keep your mouth shut. You know, and just just to avoid the the backlash of uh, of people wanting to criticize what you got to say, you know, just through your actions, it's hard to criticize actions that have positive, you know, uh, repercussions from them. So, like uh, like you know, doing good stuff with the economy and stuff, you could you could say all day long that you wouldn't do it, but when you got sit there and got proof, you know, so but you just. You just have to sit back there. Uh, uh, there's another old saying: "Proof is in the pudding," and uh, he had a lot of proof in his pudding. So I would definitely that would be a, a good presidential candidate that I would vote for. Yeah, I'd, def- I'd vote for him again, unless Nikki Haley decided to run. If Nikki Haley decided to run, I would de- I would vote for her over Trump. You me you me tell you who would. And it would have uh, it, it would have broke all kinds of what everybody was you know trying to get changed and you know first off it it would have broke the racial boundaries because the person's black. Second, it's a female, How and she's from uh, yes, there he is. That woman right there has got one heck of a head on her shoulders, yeah. but uh, she ha- she had enough of that Washington. She didn't want nothing else to do with it. And yeah. I kind of don't blame her on that either. You know, you're in a, you're in a uh, den of vipers. And, and if, you, if you're if you about trying to handle business, then you're, you're sure to lose get bit there. So, yeah. Yeah. Condoleezza Rice, too. Yeah. She was damn good. Um, but that's what I like about Nikki Haley. I mean, she, she don't cut no corners, don't cut no slack. And, She's straight up. People, they 
well, she was governor here in South Carolina. She, they tried all kind of ways to find dirt on her, and they just couldn't ever do it because they wasn't none. Yeah. And she held all of her, the members of the Senate and Congress and the House here within the state of South Carolina accountable for all of their actions and everything that they've done. And uh, that was the same way. I mean, that's how come she didn't... Since you're speaking of governor, I ask you your opinion and if you heard anything about the Alabama governor, a woman named Kay Ivey. That woman, it is, it's been all over the news everywhere, coast to coast. She is, all right, first off, you, you, you're familiar with the COVID relief funds right like to uh, to keep small businesses going to keep schools going to to be able to make the schools safe for children you know during this covid stuff and all this right right you know what she's wants to do with their covid money in alabama or not know what she wants to do but what she's doing with it new prisons their prisons are overcrowded (laughs) they're they're the most violent prisons in the united states and she just wants to build more they don't want to. Yeah. They don't want to try to fix what they got. They don't want to. The, the problem here. Here's the thing. If I was your husband, and I beat on you, right? Yeah. And I beat on you, and I raped you, and I treat you, it, it keeps you the house dirty, nasty. Your living environment's horrible, right? Uh-huh. And I say, all right, Angie, come with me, and I just put you, me, and you go into a new home, right? Brand new house. What's going to change? Not, not a thing. Well, that's the same thing. You got these guards that work for that prison system that sit there and they abuse the inmates. They allow them. This stuff's all over New York Times and everything. They, they're, they're, they're like all kinds of rapes, all kinds of uh, extortion, all kinds of. Uh, uh, it's mostly the. The, the, the guards on inmate violence, like the guards beat yeah. inmates in handcuffs and and really harsh, harsh things, uh, like even murders, like the guards beat people to death there. And so you're thinking that here's all you problems, like the Department of Justice has got these massive lawsuits that's pending against them right now, and they just, their answer to it, let's build some new prisons. Yeah, I think that's because more of the money is going to be going in their pockets than it's going to be going in anything. And they're trying to get out of the lawsuits that are going on from the federal government trying to make them correct the prisons. <clears throat> oh, that's, well, listen. I don't see how the government's allowing them, allowing her to do that. Yeah, well, through. the, the, uh, the prison system there, like they, the state of Alabama owns all their own prisons, right? Uh-huh. Well, this new deal that she struck up, that's like so many billion dollars, like one, like $3 billion, something like that. It's a bunch. Yeah. And it's to have these prisons built and stuff, and they're not even going to own the prisons. They're leasing them. Oh, of course they are. <laughs> so that means that Alabama's coming out of pocket billions of dollars for something they won't even own so that means that if like 
you know, Alabama apparently has not learned from its mistakes because if you look in the history of Alabama, one of the counties, I'm wanting to say Jefferson County where Birmingham's at, has on the record books right now has the largest municipal bankruptcy in history because of a bunch of crooked politicians and their uh, a sewer problem that they had. They, they're, they're known for not paying their bills and getting in debt and getting sued over it. They had another courthouse that was in Alabama that was being built. They took a loan out on the, used the, uh, their old courthouse as collateral and couldn't even pay the payments on that. So they was going to lose that both. <laughs> Federal government bailed them out of that. Back to back to back. It's just, look, and then they're, they're prison overcrowded and stuff over the years. Like, I looked into this. They, they sent inmates yeah. to Mississippi, to private prisons in Mississippi, Louisiana, and some, some. And they still owe the money for that shit. They never paid those people. Oh. I know. I've, I've heard a lot of stuff about the prison system in Alabama, too. And it's just, I mean, the whole thing is corrupt from the police officers to the lawyers to the judges all of it there yeah, needs to be a whole like... overhaul of the whole system there well i think they have the the good old boy system at its strongest there yeah and yeah. they're and they're trying to hold on to it and and it's all about votes it, they, it's not about wrong or right it's about votes it's about votes and putting money in your pocket yep yeah, and the governor supporting that, which I mean, she's not the only one. It's been going on for years and years and years. So I mean, I don't know the how the federal government's going to have to step into that state and do a complete overhaul and get everybody out that's in there and start from the ground up. Well, I, I think it has to do, too, with, like, the Bureau of Prisons and all that stuff. The Department of Justice only got involved investigating them after after some leaked sources that that released, that snuck and released a bunch of evidence, photos, and information from one of the prisons, from a maximum security prison there, that showed inmates that had been murdered and stuff that they were saying to kill themselves. Yeah. You know, they're they're... they're there's no telling. They're taking the word of these officers and stuff that that run these prisons, and it ain't just Alabama. The, the same things going on in Mississippi. They're under federal some sort of federal stuff from the Department of Justice also. And the same thing, people people should look back in the history. California prison system had the same thing with the overcrowd, the same violence, all that stuff was happening. And you know what they did? They tried to do the same thing and build new prisons. And the Department of Justice, which still hasn't made a decision, or the court hasn't made a decision on their lawsuits yet, is still pending. Just like it was in California, it was still pending, and they tried to build new prisons. And when, and, 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 the, uh, and the, uh, the courts said that it was still overcrowded and stuff, made them release 40,000 inmates because of their overcrowding and their, and their uh being neglected and uh, mistreated. Yeah. Yeah, they were supposed to. Re- I mean, I had read some of the um, so a little bit, like a year or so ago, 
where they were supposed to be made to release prisoners, start releasing prisoners in Alabama because of the um, over-sentencing, uh, harsh sentencing and stuff. Hmm. Like people that's um, in there for like small drug charges being put in there for like 20, 30 years because they've had a joint. <laughs> well, if you if you look at the 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 prison system states period that used to like say back you know before before that the, the uh, people was not allowed to own slaves before slavery slavery was abolished if you get, went to got locked up or something you went to a little jail right and you paid a fine or whatever and or they made you do something and work and you you know or if it was bad enough you they killed you they hung you and that was it you know so it never changed until after the uh slavery was abolished and that just become that's when the penitentiaries the modern day penitentiaries in the united states were developed for people to work on farm all it is is an institution to make money it's a money making pit so it's like you know these people first it started off if you look at the 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 uh plantation style prisons that's been throughout the United States, especially in the South, they've been in every state, had big farms and all that stuff where it was prisons for profit. All right. So they're using these people as slaves. Well, they made that where it's kind of, it's illegal for them to do that, to work them in the fields and do all that stuff and mistreat them and all that. So now they get grants from the federal government to keep those prisons open. So the more inmates they get per head, they get more money from the federal government to feed the inmates so much dollars per inmate to feed them, house them and all that stuff. So more inmates means more money. So if you got more inmates, which is more money and you cut down on your costs by feeding them stuff that you wouldn't feed your animals, which they do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you house them in a place that's worse than a dog kennel and in buildings that are condemned all this to save money. Where's that, uh, where's that money going? Because not only, not only are they making the money for governments given supposedly enough to pay all the officers that when they're fully staffed with, with guards to to pay for all that, all the expenses for per inmate, right. For these prisons. But then you got to think each one of them prisons has got a couple of thousand people in it. And how many of them people's family sends money for them to catch a commissary store? So they make whatever profit they make off them stores. Where does that money go? You see where it's just a money pit of making money? Even, even, Even their families can't send them store goods and stuff. Because, you know, which is, it's understandable. They could hide stuff in it or whatever, you know. So, so they, they make them order food and stuff from, from catalogs or companies that provide for seasonal packages and clothing and stuff like that. You don't think that those companies give the, them states a kickback off of the goods that are sold? Oh, yeah, I'm sure they do. So, where's that money going? There's there's this endless supply of stuff that's making money with these inmates, but then it's not ever shown. You got 
buildings that's being condemned, prisons that's being condemned, stuff's falling in, it's nasty, the uh, the mold and stuff. I mean, I've seen all kinds of videos and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, and then the guards that's mistreating and stuff. I mean, what what happened all pretty much every sheriff's department across the United States now or police officers, state troopers, whatever, were body cams, right? Why don't yeah. they have those? Why aren't those guards and those prisons being required to wear that? Right. Yeah, they should. They should have. Yeah, to. but well, yeah, of course they should. But that keeps them from being able to beat on folks if they do that. Yeah. Or or them doing the illegal stuff that they're doing. So why would they want to incriminate themselves? So you got criminals watching criminals. Yeah. That's true. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, they just need the that's stuff that the federal government needs to be focusing on. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they if you look at the prisons across the United States, and they show these yeah. stuff that's that's pumping or their cell phones or. Uh, Drugs, drugs or anything like, like that. that. Well, you yep. know, it, where an inmate is escaped, right? Yeah. It is escaped from some of the criminal names to where people can try to track. So again, that's, that as long as they go into Walmart or wherever it is, that they bring them in, that the guards aren't bringing them, then it must be. Yeah. These inmates must be able to go to Walmart, and it's not considered escape or whatever to go to Walmart to get this stuff to bring it in. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. just kind of confusing to me. I mean, the only way that these people were in a pulled off place and they're not able yeah. to leave it, you know, I mean, they're not calling in the, the Air Force to drop them off a big parachute with stuff on it. Yeah, it's it's just like look what the dirty left hand don't look at what the right hand is doing. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly how it is. They don't. I, I don't know. It's just all yeah, all a bunch of shit. Well, they could probably. The, the, the biggest thing that if you look for contraband nowadays, uh, like the list and the stuff where they go do big searches at prisons and stuff is, is people trying to, they're trying to stop the cell phones because they consider that a, an escape device or whatever. I guess so you can call somebody to come like Rambo and come get you or whatever. Uh, well, but I think mostly I've never heard of it of that on the news, like somebody calls somebody to do any of that. So I don't know if it's been used like that or not, but I'm pretty sure the majority of the people that's got it just want to talk to their loved ones in private without somebody listening to every word they say. So, but, but even for safety, it might be just out of convenience for them to be able to look at stuff or, or to communicate with family members or whatever. So why don't the prisons, uh, like just regulate regulate that and issue 
or let them let them buy cell phones off the store. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because there's too many people that could organize getting in drugs or something. I don't know. Well, I guess it's the same. You know, like I don't know. It is. It, I, I still think it calls it falls back on the facility and the workers there more than anything about anything that that goes into those places. Because if it was so easy for people to get things in that wasn't brought by the guards, then it would be easy for them to leave, right? Yeah. Because if yeah, you get, think- yeah, if you can get all that stuff in somehow, then there's got to be whatever way they're coming in. You could just go out that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know. I mean, maybe they are paying somebody to. Maybe they are, you know, uh, get somebody to. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. But see, they still got to get somewhere to do that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as far as I know, I've never been in one. Uh, and then by you know, orange jumpsuit come walking down aisle three. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, everything they do and everything the federal government does and local governments do it boils down to money and their um, need for power yeah control people well there was some people there's a show that's on Netflix and it's about this guy he got out of prison, was wrongfully convicted. He gets out. He goes to these different prisons and stays there for like a month or so. And uh, like locked up abroad or locked up something. It's one of them shows. Yeah. And uh, anyway, he goes to this place, this prison system in Norway. And, yeah. and, and you know, uh, to fast forward a little bit before I continue on with that part of the story, from these from the United States that's touring these prisons over there now because they, yeah. they figured it out and it works. Like back in 1991, they uh, had a big massive riots over there and a bunch of their guards got killed. And like they stepped back. They're like, look, we got to change. Oh, this isn't working. All we're doing is create worse criminals to put back out there on the street. So yeah. their whole sentence and no matter what anybody did, 21 years is the max prison sentence that you get in Norway. But in their prisons, they're really not, they're nice. I, I mean, I know that's kind of like an oxymoron. You know, you got a, a nice prison. But it's yeah. kind, of, kind of set up like a, 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 a hotel or something, and it's got like communal kitchens. These people work jobs there, go to school, work as mechanics, chefs, all that stuff. And they cater to places in neighborhoods and people that order stuff or get their car fixed and stuff. And they got real professional people that's teaching them this. So you're now, they're like, well, why are y'all doing all this stuff for these people? Right? Because prison ain't supposed to be like this. So they was asking one of the women on there that's like a captain. Uh-huh. Captain or the jail, I guess. It was some, not a warden or whatever of the prison. It was like, a, I guess a captain is what she was. And so she, they asked her, they said, why do you treat these people so nice? And 
treat them like you would, you know, anybody that you knew out, out on the street. She said, because these people, the maximum prison system, she, you know, was talking about the 21 years. She said, so potentially all these people potentially going to be my neighbor. So I want to try to make the best neighbor I can out of. Yeah. You know, instead of trying to turn up because the, the way that the prisons are doing now, is just turning these people that are bad or made mistakes. All right. And they're saying, okay, you made this mistake instead of rehabilitating you or trying to turn you away from making those mistakes. We're forcing you to own up to that mistake, and that's your life now. You are that mistake. Yeah. And and, they, and, and, and so you're like creating that. a monster. You're making it worse. You've got people that's in the United States that these, these uh, re- repeat offenders is over like 70-something percent. You know how much the reoffender rate is in Norway? What? Less than three percent. So mm. apparently they're doing something right. If less than three percent of the people are getting in trouble again, apparently it's working. Yeah. So why aren't we looking into that? Because I mean, I can answer that question. They can't make no money off of people if they don't keep filling them up. Yeah. Well, they yeah. can't keep the prisons full that they ain't making no money. Yeah. That's exactly right. And, and, oh, oh, it just it pissed all this stuff pisses me off about like even the um gas and stuff. We all know why the Democrats all wanted that gas pipeline shut down when Biden first got in the office. Oh, yeah. Down so they could get the oil from over in Saudi Arabia and stuff where they have all of their stocks and stuff invested in. Oh, so yeah. Of money from them. They don't give a shit, two shits about the people that's out on the streets and losing their jobs or none of that. Of they course not. In their pockets. Exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, that's that, that goes back to, you know, what we said a few episodes ago when we were talking about, you know, it's all, all age groups of people need to, you know, to look out for other people to bring them to the, no matter, I don't care if they're Democrat or, or Republican or them folks up and you bring them whoever you know and you bring them to vote because that's the only way we're really going to change things is we get people in there that actually vote people in that'll do something well and that, i mean and that's a whole nother issue because like all of those these mail-in ballots and stuff there's too much stuff that too much can go wrong there Right. That's the reason they need to get rid of the mail in stuff. It needs to be physical. You need to and this like they were talking about letting the people vote without ID and stuff. No, no, absolutely not. Because if you could do that, then I can just go from poll to poll to poll and just keep voting. That's what they want. And see, that's something that I mean, black I know if I was a black person, I would be highly offended and highly pissed and not ever try to elect the people again. Because they were basically standing up there saying that black people aren't smart enough to get an ID or to work the um, poll machines 
poll computers to vote. So that's how come they had to send in mail-in votes. <laughs> I mean, really, that's what they were saying. Yeah. I mean... Everybody, it, everybody has the ability to go up and even if you don't have your driver's license, you go and get a freaking ID. That yep. will allow you to vote. And they want, and the Democrats want the illegal people to be able to vote. No, you're here illegally. You do not have the right to vote in this country and say who runs this country. You ain't even supposed to freaking be here. Yeah, and shouldn't be here. And we shouldn't sit there and house those folks. We should immediately, immediately, same day, if you catch them, then immediately return them right then. Yeah. But. That's the this administration. That's the Democrats. Yeah, don't spend no money on housing them or putting them in jail for illegal entry. Do something physical to them. Physically punish them. You know, if you get caught over here illegally, then we cut your foot off. You can't run across there again. Yeah. You know. Because there's no other country. There's no other country like um. Even like Norway and Sweden and all of these other countries to become a, to move there and become a citizen, you have to prove that you are going to be an asset to the country, an asset to their society. Well, and, we're we're running a little short on time, I think. Yeah, we are. So, um, all right. I well. Guess we're, yeah, we'll we'll get off of here. Let's uh, get people to start sending in your emails, your questions, and anything you want us to research and talk about. And uh, we'd love to try to get some of you guys on. So please uh, get in touch with us. And everybody um, be on the lookout for an upcoming episode that I'm personally looking forward to. I want to talk about old time, old sayings. That oh, that'll be my it. favorite. And try to figure out where those old sayings come from and what they actually mean. It <laughs> sounds like a plan to me. All right. Good night for now, everybody. Thank you for listening. That's a wrap.